0: Sales doesn't sound so fancy and honestly quite scary. But your perspective of sales can change in a minute. You want to know how? Come, let's get into this episode today.
1: Hey there, I'm Mishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them, and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at ever underscore in. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never-failing systems, then what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome on
0: my First Step Ever podcast, another amazing episode, jam-packed with invaluable knowledge and experiences through our guest speaker's lens. Now, this day, this episode, when you are going to hear the entire conversation between our special guest and I, you are going to maybe change your perspective around sales. That dreaded word that all of us feel since the very beginning, you feel, oh, no, this is not my kind of thing. That's not good. Why do people sell things? There's so many questions that we have, and honestly, even I felt that some way very for, for a very long period of time. The day it changed my you know, perspective around sales is when I heard that, why don't you look sales from the perspective of serving to people, either it's through your product or through your services or your thinking. So now, but more than what I can say, let me introduce our guest speaker who is the queen and who knows the art of selling out and out. So please join me in welcoming Kate Lacey. Hey, Shani, it's so good to be here. I am extremely excited to have you on this episode, especially this episode, because we are going to address a topic that most of us, especially youth, they have a very preconceived notion about this particular topic and how things work around it. But let me introduce you to my listeners before we get into this conversation. Now, you run your, your own company which helps a lot of people, especially values-driven service providers who struggle with sales. That's exactly whom you help with to claim their impact, get clients, get praise and get paid. And I think that is amazing work. You have also addressed worldwide audiences through summits, videos, workshops some that i have also been part of and i have also viewed get them rave reviews and with over thirty six thousand followers of your daily videos you have made your name on linkedin and you are now a linkedin sales star that's a huge huge accomplishment i would say because there are so many people on linkedin at this point in time and you are making your way through which says a lot about your art your craft and that you know what you are doing out there so thank you so much, Kate, for being on this podcast today. You help good people make great money and and you are now empowering new wave of entrepreneurs, which is amazing. Now, before we move into, you know, how the youth or people who are listening to us, how they can change their mindset. It will be very interesting for us to know that when did you get into this industry? Sure. Great question.
2: So, no, I, I didn't want to get into sales, I must say. I, I wanted to be on stage. Um, I wanted to do Shakespeare on stage. I went for our biggest uh, acting school here in Australia, and I got down to the last cut, didn't get in, and I was devastated. I didn't have any other qualifications, and so I fell into a direct sale, selling job. Uh, And I was like, oh, this is great, you know, fantastic, direct selling, great. But it was a good quality product, and that's one thing, you know, if you're ever going to sell anything, including your own stuff, you have to really believe in it. And it was a very good quality. It was Australian surfwear, you know, made here in Australia. Uh, And I wasn't a natural salesperson, I've got to say. I mean, I'm a hard worker. Like, give me a job and I'm going to try and do my best with it. There's no doubt about that. I will try and do it to the best of my ability. But I must say, I did just okay until I got life-changing sales and mindset training. Uh, It only went for a few days. But, gosh, I really implemented all of those skills, strategies, and processes that I learned. And I quickly went from kind of middling to being top rep in the state and sometimes top in Australia, they promoted me to be Victorian State Sales Manager at 19. I was the youngest manager in the company, the only female manager. And I would hire um, and train staff in what I, I learned. Uh, so that's kind of how I fell into it. So, I, look, I mean, there might be people who are natural sales people, but I think with most of us, everyone kind of just needs a bit of training. You know, you can't just expect us to be great at this at this kind of it is a bit of an art and it takes practice and it just takes learning of these skills and um and then i think everybody can do it
0: absolutely before i move on with my question i like to highlight two things that you mentioned over here and i would say those are the two great takeaways from your journey first that our age doesn't determine that where we will be at I mean, you were at a senior-most position at the age of 19, which clearly means that you were working on your craft, on your talent, and you were really working hard. So things can be achieved at a different age. Age and male, female, non-gender specific.
2: You know, never ever let anything like age be like determine how far you can go up on that ladder. I've also worked in a company full of guys. I had no idea how to do this particular skill, was actually recruitment, and I really quickly rose to be top in the company. I never competed against anyone else but myself, but I won every competition uh, in the book. They flew me out to go skiing and all the rest of it, you know. uh, So, so that is such a great distinction, shiny. There is there are no barriers to success. If you work hard, you that's can that's get commendable. You it's not just about working hard, it's about really being smart, um, visualizing where you want to go, setting your goals, and knowing that you can do anything. Because that is the truth of it.
0: Absolutely. I, I thoroughly believe in what you just mentioned about, you know, you can do what you really want to, you have to start visualizing and acting upon it. The second thing I would like to go back that I sort of took away from your experience was that also that now that you you know the art of selling, but back then you said that you were not born with the talent, but you learned, you trained yourself. So that's another very important thing that I would really like my listeners to, you know, emphasize and also like think upon when our guest speaker is very, very, very you know, openly kind of taking us through her journey and letting us know that how things turned around for her. Now, Kate, you also mentioned right now that, you know, you were also in a space, where they were just male and you were up against them or you were trying to make your own mark, which is actually very difficult. And for some reason, even nowadays, we do see that dominance in most of the industry, but people mm. are still, you know, people are gearing up now, especially women. Uh, but having said that, now that because this podcast is all about discussing the first steps, the fear, the procrastination, the struggles, so before you made into what you are today, did you go through the fears that you were just mentioning or there, were there any other barriers or fears that held you back? Yes, even
2: though I did so well in sales for other people, when I sold my own business, I was so worried about people thinking I'm salesy or I'm going to use sales tactics on them that I didn't do any selling at all. Honestly, it was, um, I had really good messaging still. Like, and I, I had a great product. I really believed in the program I put together. But the people would literally have to say, um, so, Kate, like, how do we get started? You know, I wouldn't even ask for a sale. I wouldn't tell the next steps. None of that. And um, my business ended up suffering from it. Absolutely. I remember one particular time, I knew exactly how to help this woman. She was really struggling. She'd been in the business for a few years, wasn't doing what she could be doing. She was about to go broke. And she said, Oh, I don't have the money right now. And I let her walk away and just without know, even trying to help her overcome that objection. And I had this, such a sinking feeling when she walked away. And I thought, I have really let this woman down you know i know i could help her in four to six weeks i could turn everything around for her and at the time it was only 997 australian uh to have worked with me and i felt like she's gonna go like right. and you know I, like i really am about serving i'm about helping people and that's what really gave me the kick up the backside to go if i need to get over myself put a sales process in place and start selling with all my heart and passion so that I can help more people. Uh, so yeah, that's what really did it for me. So I'll, I'll say to anyone out there if you're worried about, things, you know, sales and what other people think, really, you've got to really trust that you're doing what you're doing for a reason, and that you can change lives. And, and what we discover, uh, obviously, if you're just starting out, you don't have testimonials and so on. But as you go along, you start getting testimonials of people saying you're changing and you've changed their life. And if you didn't get over yourself and you didn't help them to say yes, you would change no one's life, including your own. I think the best advice for anyone who's worrying about selling is just put all your focus on the other person and um, just listen to them, Ask them enough questions so that they can uh, really make a good, clear decision for themselves Either is it an empowered yes, an empowered no. You want to just dig into that a little bit more. You know, how are you going to help them overcome and get that that cash together? You know, usually when you dig a little bit deeper, you find, you know, maybe they're saving for a holiday and um, potentially they can put the money into this first and make that back and more, whatever it is. But with a little bit of digging, you actually build a better rapport with your customer because they really get to talk out their own fears and plans and talk through things. And um, when they do come around and get to a real yes, like, yes, this is more important than my holiday right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back myself, I'm going to take the wait, let's do this, you end up with a customer who generally um, you know, can be there for life because you've helped them through that little hurdle you've helped them say yes to themselves
0: tip over there for relationship building. Uh, we were just looking about how to turn a mindset around sales, but you have gone way more steps ahead than that and told us how you can even retain them. Now, before I move on, I'd like to emphasize on another very important aspect about your way of, you know, dealing with your client. And before that, I'll say thank you, Kate, for sharing those moments of, you know, maybe emotional mm-hmm insecurities or you know maybe that the doubts that you had because it's not very easy to share these emotions with everyone but what you're doing right now is serving so many people identify with you identify with your journey relate with you and it also makes them feel that it is okay people who have made it in their life who are successful they've once went down this lane, and this is how they felt. And this is how everyone feels at some point or the other. But what changes the game is what you do after that. And thank you so much, Kate, for taking us through that phase of your life. I really value that whenever someone does that. Uh, Moving on, you shared something so amazing right now over here is, you know, the art of digging with the questions why and why and why because you could lose your customer if they say you don't they don't have money or maybe they don't not in the right space of mind but by digging and asking questions you understand that why most of the people say no and then you can understand that that's not the exact problem that they're saying that is the other problem that you're saying that maybe you can help them with so kate thank you so much for you know giving us so much of knowledge and understanding how things work over here, even around with sales and making relationships. Now, I had few listeners, uh, you know, uh, reaching out to me, and most, some of them are like doing their own startups, and they're very interested to know when you are building a brand, of you're building your own startup, sales being one of the most important part of it. So for such entrepreneurs, a young leaders over here, are you able to give us like top three or five simple steps actionable steps that they can actually start with work out why you want to start that cycle now is it for extra money
2: and if so how much extra money do you want is it because you really believe in the product and you want to get more of that product for yourself or you know because you see a gap in the market you really feel drawn and driven to bring this this to the market so know why you're actually getting started okay like, if it's for money, for instance, you need to make sure that, like, the, you know, one of those multi-level marketing companies and stuff, I won't work with a lot of people who do that because they get such a small percentage, you know, honestly. You need to make sure it's a viable opportunity for you, that you are going to get paid for the amount of hours that you put in. So, generally speaking, I think it's better to find your own opportunity, build a service where you can see a gap in the market. But when you're wanting to start, if you want to make money from that, how much money do you want to make? How many hours a week can you put into it? How many hours a week are you willing to put into it? And do your research. Speak to a couple of people who are currently in that business and say, look, is this viable? If I really work smart here and I put in six hours a week, could I make an extra 50 grand or whatever it is you want to make? Then, if you've got limited time, okay, if you've got another job and this is your side hustle, You want to spend the most hours doing the highest impact, highest value actions. And those actions are going to be your sales and your marketing. How can you market? How can you sell? How can you have more conversations? How can you make more offers? Those are the things that are going to really, um, really start getting you traction. Because a lot of the time people have too much time I spent a lot of time researching and working for hours on their branding and what pretty colours can I put together. But unfortunately, my friends, they're not the things that are going to make you money. The best thing is, um, is to make sure you've got a market for that thing that you want to bring. So the questions you want to ask there are, what do people, like, why do people really need this? Like, what do they urgently want that this product or service is going to help them get? Like, do they want a better relationship, better looking skin? Do they want a better partner? Do they want more money? Do they want more customers, or clients, more clients, more money? You know, like they're kind of generally look like more weight loss. They're all kind of things that are urgent. Loss, but there are always big gaps in the market. You can usually if you find something great to bring to the market. There's usually a great business in those areas. Then you need to ask yourself what are people currently struggling with right now that you can help them overcome? With this product or service so are they struggling to get a relationship are they struggling to get a promotion are they struggling to with energy with uh, sleep with um physical emotional mental pain you know what are they struggling with make sure that your product or service answers some of these needs then you're going to create the sales messaging that that speaks directly to those points because you want people to read that sales messaging and think, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I need. Uh, and then, as I said, spend your time, um, you know, doing marketing and selling and making those sales. And you can do as, as much as someone working full time in a job if you spend your time working on those high value action points.
0: Wow, that was so insightful. I was so intently listening to you because all that made so much sense to me. I have gone through some stages and I have realized few things and I just feel that whatever you pointed out, that is so, so valuable for anyone who's starting off today, as of today. One particular takeaway from, the, from whatever you mentioned that really like stuck with me is if you have limited time, how do you utilize that time wisely? Is to use the time mostly for your marketing and sales. That was so right on, and that will give you get you the most returns. So that is one of my favorites out of what you've just mentioned, Kate. Thank you so much on being on my first step ever. Wow, that was such an insightful, thoroughly insightful session, I would say, for everyone who's listening to us or watching us today. Now, before you leave, I request all my guest speakers to leave our listeners with a book that they would like to recommend that one should definitely read in their life, a book that I read
2: recently that I absolutely loved, and I think even if you're not massively into reading, which I actually am, but if you're not, it's really super short. and I didn't think it was going to be that good, um, but it's called Derek. It's by Derek Silver, and it's called Anything You Want: Forty Lessons for a New Kind of Entrepreneur. Now, why I love this book so much is because. Uh, it's just such a great example of someone who was just helping some friends out with a problem he saw a problem that existed in his industry that he was passionate about. He solved it for himself and then he solved it for some of his friends and then he solved it for some of their friends and he just did he made such a point of of having such great customer service that it just made his business grow and grow and grow and that business was CD me maybe which was bought out for millions and millions and millions of dollars, which he then started to fund. He's just such a purpose-driven entrepreneur. It's it's got everything that you need to have the heart in um, a business that's really got legs. And for a new type of entrepreneur that is driven by adding value, by helping people, you can never go wrong with those kind of lessons. And he is so eloquent and the book is tidy. You know, you can read it in—in in like I think it took me only an hour or two to read. Brilliant, uh, a couple of hours to read, yeah. Uh, so that's brilliant. Um, as far as a quote, the Winston Churchill quote: uh, "Success is not final, and failure is not fatal. Uh, it's the courage to continue showing up that counts." If you—if uh, you become an entrepreneur or even in anything in your life, you realize that there are ups and downs. You're going to get knocked on your ass. You're going to get you're going to have failures and plenty of them as an entrepreneur, let me tell you. There's mm-hmm. going to be times when you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to realise you've got to get in there. Don't be afraid of failure. Fail fast, fail often, learn from those mistakes, just keep on getting up, keep on having a go, and you'll keep on rising and growing, which is really what one of the best things about being an entrepreneur is that you just continue to grow as a person. And of course, um, not the success is final, you know, uh, you're going to have those dips again and then you'll fall on your face again, you'll learn and grow, but you'll be continuously expanding. Just keep on having the courage to get in there and you will do great things in the world.
0: You are such a superstar, Kate, and I would just say that you're such a passionate person. Like whenever you speak and you share something that you have gone through or experience, I just feel there's so much depth in that and Whatever you shared today makes so much sense to me and I'm very sure to our audiences as well. So thank you so much for giving your time being on my first step ever. And if you like what you've heard today, you want to know more about Kate and what she does, I'm going to leave all the links on, on my Instagram account and also in the bio where I post this episode.
1: Hi, my friends. If you have reached thus far today, firstly, thank you so much. It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at ever underscore in. And subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow My First Step Ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment. Well, this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as I help you in your journey in taking the first step ever. Until next time, start believing in yourself. And most importantly, keep believing in yourself.